Welcome to Training for Manhood, an ongoing exploration and adventure intended to be fast, fun, and formative for guys who desire to be the best men they can. Young or old, there are always areas for improvement, growth, and maturity. We hope you'll pay attention and put into practice the useful advice you hear on this podcast. But remember, the goal isn't just to listen, but to do what you learn. Welcome to Training for Manhood. All right, welcome back to Training for Manhood. Got Chaz Taylor. Chad, we've uh, been on before, right? Yes. You've, we've had a great conversation. And uh, um, you and I were chatting a while back about um, discerning the voice of God. That's right. You had said that uh, there was just some um, things going on in your life and that this has kind of just been a, a season for you of just kind of like, you know, paying attention, listening to the voice of God. And I was like, Chaz, I was like, that's a podcast. Like, yeah. this, this is such an important conversation for all men, not young men. I know we focus on young men, but, you know, I'm, I'm about to be 54, and, and this is a good thing for every man at any stage in life to kind yep. of say, am I really listening to the voice of God? And so I wanted to just kind of ask you to just share, right, and I'll jump in as we go, but just kind of share what's that process look like for you, and what have you learned um, that you can kind of share with some other guys about what, is it, what does it mean really to listen to the voice of God? Yeah, yeah, I... Uh... I think maybe I'll just jump into that specific story that we connected on that mm-hmm. led to this episode and then see where it goes. Cause I know we've got a lot of things we, we can yeah, talk we, about with this, which <laughs> is awesome. We could be here to, for two hours. We're going to try yeah. to limit it to 20 so, minutes. So, <laughs> uh, Every day mm-hmm. I spend some time with God, yeah. which is <laughs> important part of discerning the voice of God is creating space in life. So, so to, okay. Even here, pause there yep, for a second. Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? Sure. Right. Because okay, for for a person who's like, I spend time with God. Yeah. Kind of give give a a, a guy like mm-hmm. a what does that what does that look like for you practically? Sure. Right? I mean, are we talking prayer, scripture, worship? Like, I mean, what is what does that look like for you? Yeah. In this specific context, typically, uh, scripture mm-hmm. and prayer. Uh, so I have I have my Bible open. Yep. And my personality type. I like to have a plan of some sort. Yes, you do. Because last time we talked about a Bible reading plan. We did. We talked about <laughs> devotional life. Yes. Uh, I like to have a plan of some sorts, mm-hmm. but the plan has four different chapters from the Bible. I'm not saying everyone needs to have that much scripture open in yep. front of them. Yep. But it, it involves the Bible because the Bible is the written word of God, like God speaking and communicating to us. Yeah. And prayer is a, a two-way street, God being a person. Uh, it's me talking to him, just like sharing with you, him. Like you and I are doing. Like we're doing right now. Right. This is what I this is what I do with God a lot of times in written form because mm-hmm. it keeps me more focused. Okay. So uh, like a journal type thing? A ju- prayer journal mm-hmm. type thing. Um, so I got my Bible open. I've got my journal open. Um, but sometimes I might might talk out loud to God uh, if I'm alone in a, in a place where I'm not around other people uh, where I might not kind of scare some other right. people. Right. So uh, this might not be what you do at Starbucks. Right. Just <laughs> Am I over there? I'm talking to God. It's like, <laughs> eh, that might not, might, might not, might yeah. not go be received well by that person, but right. in my own quiet place. Sure. Um, so scripture, prayer, mm-hmm. uh, often in written form. And uh, it's almost the same beginning prayer every day of, of Lord, soften my heart to, to you, yeah. center my heart on you. Yeah. What would you have to say to me? Because that's the second part is prayer is not just me speaking to God, but it's, it's receiving from God. Uh, which sometimes can f- just feel like silence for a while, mm-hmm. uh, but also sometimes 
it can feel different than silence. And so this specific story that I'm going to tell comes from a meeting with God. So hopefully what we just talked about gives a little bit more context of what that means of meeting with God. Love it. Yes. And my Bible reading plan had me in the Psalms Mm -hmm. and this specific verse in that Psalm said, uh, it is better to take refuge in the Lord Mm -hmm. than to trust in man. Psalm 118. Is it? Okay. There you go. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. That's right. And uh, like I like I said before, I had read that verse, and before I read my Bible most any day, I just ask the Lord for a posture of listening to Him and what He might communicate to me yeah. during that time. Yeah. And so, as I read that verse a couple minutes later, I this is what this this doesn't happen to me very often in my life, but this was almost like audible voice, not quite audible voice, but it wasn't myself talking to me because it was, it was uh, in the form of two questions that I heard, which were, Chaz, if I asked you to uh, leave your job today mm-hmm. without a plan, would you do it? And the second question was, Chaz, if I asked you to stay in your job for your whole career even though you're you're just not quite sure if, if this is what, where you want to be forever, right? Would you do it? And as you can tell from kind of that, uh, those questions, uh, just trying to, you know, see what God might have for me for work, and uh, interpreting those questions as an invitation to me, of, hey, uh, are you really open to listening? To God's voice, oh, I love that. Or, yeah. are you only open to God saying certain things within certain limitations that uh, you have placed on your life? Uh, and, and, and the limitations, I'll say, I'll say this, right? Because if you think about it, I, I know you, right? You're, you're a planner. Right? Yes, and, and, I am a planner, and a, yes. and, a, and a planner who desires to lay out a plan that is a wise stewardship of the gifts and abilities and the skills that God's given you so that you can be a provider for your family so that you can be used by the Lord to connect to the world and make a difference. Yep. And so your, your plans, right? I think, you know, the concept is, is it's, that's not bad, but what you're yep. saying is when you lay those plans out before the Lord and he says, Hey Chaz, which is more important to you <laughs> following the plan or following me? Exactly. And, and that becomes a, well, following you, Lord, it exactly. is, is always it's the an answer, invitation. right? It, it's the invitation, right? It's Where, scary, right? It just it becomes right. It's kind of like this. The, then the plan becomes the ooh, I can I can worship the plan and I can you know work the plan and I can follow the plan. And sometimes God goes, "That's great. I love the idea that you want to have laid, things laid out so that you can follow the plan, but I want you to follow me." And He can invite you into something. That seems like, well, wait a second, you know, that that's not where I thought I was going to go. That's kind of scary. What, you know, hey, you know, what, how's this going to work out for my family? Hey, how's this going to work out long term? Right. Yeah. And, so, and I think I was, I would, I was at the same position that you're at, mm-hmm. you know, 30 years ago mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as I kind of, you know, was looking to go into, right. Like, you know, what do I do with a law degree and where do I, where do I go from here? And what does this yeah. look like? And I sat down with a group of guys and their wisdom to me was, listen, Go make as much money as you can, and then you can do the things that God called you to. And I was like, that that just strikes me as like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, what what does that mean? Work, work until I'm 30, 40, 50? How do I know when I have enough money? What you know? And I was like, I, I just want to follow the voice of God from the very yeah. beginning, whatever that looks like, whatever that means. And if it's 
you know, if it's a lucrative career and God wants to use me there, great. If it's, you know, uh, going overseas on missions, right? Great. I, mm-hmm. I just, I just want to follow the voice of the Lord. And that was kind of my heart's desire from the very beginning as well. But what does that look like? How do you hear it? Yeah, right? so that's that's what it looked like in that specific story. And this isn't yeah. that's not the end of the story. I want to I want to land where where that time with God or this specific moment with God landed, mm-hmm. uh, which was it was an invitation and it, it convicted me. Yep. Uh, but it didn't end there. Where it ended was a a piece about the tasks that were mine that day mm. of. Uh, it wasn't the day to walk out of the office without a plan. It could have been that day. <laughs> like be. God calls Abraham yeah. and doesn't tell him where he's going. That's right. Uh, and so it could have been that day, but I had this piece of like, okay, now that I've been called out that I'm like, I only want to hear God if he says certain things. Now I'm in a posture of receiving, like I, like I answered prayer from God of what I was praying to start the time. Yeah. And it was like, I, I have you here today uh and i will lead this is you know god like i will lead you uh if and when if it's ever the right time to leave or uh if it's time to stay maybe with a different perspective yeah. than what you have today i, I, um, I mean I, I love the way that you're saying it takes me back to how god led the nation of israel mm. right we've got you know the pillar of fire at night and the cloud in the in the, you know, in the day and he's just like here's the deal um when it moves you move and when it stays, you stay. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. That's got to be super frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's also the concept of it It also relieves you of the concept of like, do we go or do we stay or what do I do or where do I go? It's like when, when the, you know, when, when the presence of God moves, you move. Mm-hmm. Right. And, the, and the, you know, the thing is, it, it may not be at the right time. It may not be at the right season for you. It may, right. It's just it's just that's when God knows if, 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 you know, if you knew everything God knew, that's when you'd be moving anyway. And you're like, okay, so that makes sense. And so I think that's, you know, I hear that, that essence in you, right? That your heart's desire is when the presence of the Lord wants me to move somewhere, I want to be ready to do that. Yes. And that, that's right. That's kind of a great place to be. And I think for men, you know, we'd rather be in control of it, right? Like, Hey God, let me know when this is going to happen so I can plan and prepare Mm -hmm. and make sure that everything's set so that when it's time to move, right, I, I've got all my ducks in a row and I, I'm ready to go. And then God goes, yeah, we're moving today. And you're like, yep. wait a sec. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that doesn't work for me. And so it's it is a, it's one of those things, like discerning the voice of God mm. is, on the one hand, a super personal thing yep. of like, yeah, if I'm, if I'm listening to someone else tell this story that I just told, uh, just... I'm, I'm, it's a different person. So it's their own journey with God. But one thing that we talked about before we turn the mics on is uh, one aspect of discerning the voice of God typically involves community. Yes. That, uh, sure, I had this moment in my, my personal meeting with God that was like, whoa, like what just happened? And like, this is how I interpreted it. Uh, and, but I, I opened up with those closest with me about this experience. Yes. Uh, and so any sort of moment of like, discerning okay is god moving is god staying is god saying this is god saying that uh even if it starts out in a super personal place uh is is i can't think of a the only situation i could think of where it wouldn't involve community is if uh you're not in a godly community and so totally they they don't they wouldn't be able to hear god's voice uh anyways and so what you're saying to them just 
doesn't make any sense. Um, but find godly counsel yeah. who are willing to talk with you about scripture is full of recommendations for wise counsel. Yeah. Wise, yeah, wise yeah. counsel, wise counsel, wise counsel, bounce things off of other yeah. people. You're still responsible to follow the voice of God, mm-hmm. but right. You're, I mean, when it says, you know, deep, you know, calls to deep, right. When, when somebody else around you, right. And specifically, you know, you start with your wife mm-hmm. um, and then you can go to some other guys you've got as, you know, your accountability partners, your, your community that you do life yeah. together with mentors, you can, you know, mentors, yeah. pastor, things like that. You're welcome to. I think my contact is on it's there from on, last yeah, time. Exactly. So, like, like holler, if you holler at Chaz and say, "Hey, yeah, if I'm, you're having I'm experience, this. like, hey, is this from God? Is this from somewhere else? Yeah. Like, I'm happy to have a 30 minute, hour long conversation yeah. with you to help." I, I, think, that. I think that's an important thing. Um, I mentioned, um, you know, my thing is, I think God speaks to us in a number of different ways, and we mentioned. Um, you know, community can be a way that he actually speaks to us. People, yes. people can say things to you. Like, I, I yep. really feel like God's telling me this about you. And, yep. you know, you can have that feedback. I think the word we've already mentioned, God speak to us through his word. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we sometimes forget that the word tells us that the world itself is a way that God speaks to us. Right? Yeah. Psalm 19 talks about how the heavens declare the glory of God. And I think it's a reminder to us, like when, when God speaks to you and you feel like, oh my goodness, this is going to mess up my plan and this is going to put all things out of control. And then you wake up every morning, right? And the sun rises in the east and it sets in the west. And the, you look at the moon and it's in the same place, right? And you, you start yep. thinking, okay, here's the deal. God's in control and God's got a design. Mm-hmm. And that design is perfect. And yeah. that, that, right, that design is, is amazing. And Well, and you the, mentioned the sun. I mean, the Bible says yes. that God's faithfulness is, I mean, he's more faithful than the rising sun. And you know what's funny about that? It's, it's cool. Is Twice in Scripture, the sun is so important, and twice in Scripture, God uses the sun, one to stop it mm-hmm. and one to move it backwards, mm-hmm. to demonstrate that he's in control. Yep. So, so right, when, when you think about that and you go, okay, so God's in control. So when he tells you, hey, Chaz, I, I need you to move, or hey, Chaz, I need you to stay, right? And you think, okay, God's, God's got this little ball that we're on spinning in the heavens mm-hmm. under control. So yeah, he can take control of me. Yeah, right. And, and so like that, that's I, a good reminder. I think maybe two things. One, I'll, I want to respond to this a little bit, and then I don't know if there's other things you want to talk about, but maybe moving in the direction of how do we, uh, how do we set up things in our life or do things in our life that put us in a position to hear from yes. God and yes. then to discern God's voice when He does speak, because He does speak. Yep. Uh, but before that, um, uh, what was I going to say? That. Uh, I I lost it. So we'll go ahead and move to the move, move, to, to, the, move yeah. to the next part because I know where you're going with that. Okay, right? is how do you put yourself in a position to hear the voice of God? Now you mm-hmm. said right, you've got a daily routine that you're in the Word of God, uh, and it's an interesting thing because you know you're you're mentioning one specific day that. God kind of prompted you while you were in a particular verse, and all of a sudden yeah. you're like, you, right. I remember, are you, allowed, oh. are you able to edit this thing? No, no, just go with it. Go back to it. Yeah, so. Go back to what you were thinking like before. The, the essence of kind of, if I were to boil down what we were talking about this first however many minutes we've been talking, yep. is uh, as Christians, we are little Christs, mm-hmm. and Christ lived his life in surrender to the Father. Yep. And uh, that is the invitation that we have and like what you're describing of God's yes, faithfulness yes. more than the rising sun of that, like bottom line, boil it down. Am I living my life in surrender to God? And as human beings, that is rarely perfectly the case. Yeah. And uh, it's a sweet invitation from God every day to uh, sometimes in more dramatic fashions to, to learn how am I not fully surrendered 
and and being led into those uh, places of more deep surrender because that's where life is and that's where peace is and where joy is and where God is in the position that he's supposed to be in and I'm in the position that I'm supposed to be in. Yes. So Yeah, that, that faithful walk, right, that brings peace. Yes. Because that's the, the joy and the contentment of the Christian walk. If you think, you know, what's the difference between a Christian and a non-Christian um, is the peace that comes from a surrendered life of knowing that God's in control. Yep. Right? And, and that walk of obedience that allows God to use you for something greater than yourself. And, and the non-Christian yeah. doesn't have that. They try to build and create something of significance and meaning where I don't have to, right? The significance and the meaning has already been built and created. Now mm-hmm. I get to participate in that, but it's something greater than I could have ever built with my own life. And that's, yeah. that's, that's the cool thing, that you get called into something beyond yourself. Definitely. And I, and I love that idea. So maybe moving into like, how do we... How do you do it? Do things that allow us to hear from God yep. uh, more regularly and, yep. and, and discern his voice when he does show up. Yeah. So you've already talked about having a, a daily time. I have. But, but it's interesting because you picked out, as I said, that, that one time that you felt like God was really kind of speaking to you, but that wasn't every day. And, and no, so, it's so what, not. what does it look like? You do the daily disciplines every day, but maybe one day... Right, you get a you get a sense of a, of a presence of oh this is this is the voice. But the other day it wasn't like a wasted day, because that's a to me it's a it's a preparation for the day when the voice really comes. Right, and you say th- right this is produce. It's almost like to me it's like I go to practice so I can play in the games. Right, when when I just yeah. show up for the games, if I haven't been at practice, I'm not going to do as well. Right, so the daily time with the Lord helps you because you're you're hearing from the Lord just like you and I would have a conversation. But all of a sudden, one day, it's like, ooh, that really is is kind of hitting a spot that really needs to be addressed. Yeah, so I, I would I would I think that's important. I, I might say it a different way of uh, just conviction. I think from Scripture of that. That I think what God cares most about is the person that we're becoming, totally being made into yep. the image of Christ, yep. and uh, and so showing up every day with that in mind, uh-huh. uh, and with that actually uh, is the work with with some of the metaphors that Scripture provides us of like a righteous person being a tree planted by water, mm-hmm. and uh, that we must abide with the the vine to be fruit producing branches yep. and that uh, children are like an olive shoot that then grows up into an olive tree that lives for thousands of years or yep. thousand years yep. that uh, showing up each day is both a practice, like you were saying in like uh, learning the voice of God yep. and learning to speak to God and learning how to have a conversation with God. Like you just grow in that, and that craft and in that skill over time by doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, realizing that God is doing things so much more than just communicating in words that make sense to us, but he is making us into the image of Christ. And that daily time with him uh, just allows allows me to put myself in a posture where he can do that kind of soul work. Yes. Uh, even on the days when, there's not a dramatic moment of breakthrough yeah. in, in a question that I'm bringing to the table. Um, yeah. So that's what I, I think there. about the life of Elijah, right? There's, there's several significant events 
right? I mean, you know, day, day one, he shows up and tells the king, hey, it's not going to rain for three, you know, three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he leaves, um, and God provides for him um, through, you know, ravens, right? And then a widow. Um, mm-hmm. And then he's just in the wilderness, mm-hmm. right? Until, right, he shows up, right? He's got the prophets of Baal, calls down fire from heaven. And so if you look at it, right, you, you kind of look at, you know, the big events, but it's like, mm-hmm. hey, the faithfulness in the little events, the, the day, right, for three years, that there's just silence, right? What, what's, what's Elijah doing? Well, here's the deal. He's trusting God. Mm-hmm. He's trusting God when it might be something where you're like, hey, I need to do something about this, right? I mean, we've got a drought going on here. Mm-hmm. I mean, what am I supposed to do? I mean, he, you know, he's literally at a place where, in a sense, God's hidden him away, and he's just like, right now, I just need you to be quiet because I'm doing some work over here, right, and, and you know, trying to get my people to pay attention to me, but it's going to take this time of silence yeah. and this time of suffering and well, this time of And like, I would even insert there on. that maybe we're not provided – uh, the thousands of pages that it would take to talk about that season in the wilderness mm-hmm. in scripture. Uh, but that there's moments of like what you just said of kind of your interpretation of, Hey, like I'm God, I'm doing things over here mm-hmm. and your role right now is just to be right here. Right. That like God still was very present with him yes. each of those days. Yes. Even if it didn't mean a dramatic moment on the top of the mountain, uh, casting down the idols. Yes. Um, and so we don't get that, uh, story in that specific part of the Bible, but that's, that is, I still think like the reality of, of being a Christian. Uh, there are, yes, there are moments. And I, th- I think I do want to want to hit on this too, that, uh, is important. Another part of discerning God's voice mm-hmm. is I might be asking a question to God about my work and it might be a years long question mm-hmm. of like, okay, like I'm an attorney <laughs> and like that can mean so many different things. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm just really like asking God over a long period of time for an answer to that question. Uh, but in in this season of life, God is doing an, an amazing work in other areas of my heart right. that nobody can see, or right. in other areas of my life. And uh, something that I would I would uh, a piece of wisdom that I would give is don't be so uh, focused or needy to receive an answer from God about the thing that's most urgent to you mm. and like most heavy on your heart. Uh, because like God knows best and in your mind and your heart, that thing, whatever it's work or whether it's a sin or whether it's something in your family, like a suffering that you're going through, that's like, where are you God? Why aren't you saying anything about this? Uh, like he might, he might actually have a lot to say about what's really going on that you can't see Mm. of like, Hey, uh, I'm speaking over here in this area of your heart or this other area of your life that feels totally unrelated, but it actually is if if you were God and could see how all the pieces fit together. So don't be so focused on one area of life that you, that you miss God's leading and God's voice and, and other areas. So like while Elijah's in the wilderness waiting for, yeah, uh, God to send him to cast down the idols. Uh, I, I, I wonder with uh, with joyful imagination of what was going on in those years of of in the in the wilderness. Yeah, yeah, and we we don't get a lot written about it, mm-hmm. but but you know that seems like that sometimes that's our lives, right? But but God's at work doing things 
uh, in the midst of while we're waiting for those big moments or while we're waiting for a particular answer on a question that's really, you know, our heartbeat, mm-hmm. God's like, hey, let me, let's deal with some other things. Yep. You know, let's talk about something over here. Let's focus on this over here. Let's get better in this area of life over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that's a that's a great reminder. We did mention just kind of the whole wilderness, though, right? Mm-hmm. Elijah in the wilderness. Yeah. Sometimes the whole idea of listening to God is sometimes you have to remove the noise yes. of the world around you, right? And you, you've you had that experience as well, right? Yes. Of just uh, what, what does it look like? Uh, I know that, you know, every day can't be um, that I can just tune out the noise of the world, but there might be some times where you can actually program in the, uh, that into your life, where you can get away from the things that yeah. dominate your daily, you know, existence and my work and my family and my this and my that and all the different things. And you say, yes. I, I need to go into the wilderness so I can be quiet and still my heart a little bit. Talk about yes, that. Yes, for sure. Uh, so it, it is it is such a sweet invitation to that, that I think God gives to us uh, to plan more than just a daily time with him, mm-hmm. but uh, really as often as, as I can, but I try at least once a year uh, to have a weekend, uh, three days ideal mm. to, to be with God. Yeah. And uh, it, this might be a new, a new idea to you or a new concept. And you're like, whoa, like, what does that even mean? There, there's actually, there's a lot of resources out there. I'd be glad to have a, a longer conversation about it. Uh, but to boil it down of a, an extended time, like you said, to step away from the noise mm-hmm. of life because we live in such a noisy, hurried yep. time. Yep. And uh, there's there's just so many things that we've set up in our lives and around us and that are thrust upon us outside of our control yep. that just drown out a beautiful invitation of... Uh, hearing from God um, because there's so many other things that are blocking that out. Um, And so a weekend, three days with the agenda of no agenda of agenda of, (laughs) okay, God, uh, I I want to be with you. And typically what has drawn me to that kind of place is like some sort of question or thing that I'm going through. That's like, Oh, like, all right. Yeah. I, I have, I have God who, he can he can help me figure this out, uh, but if as much as I can, if I can go into a weekend like that, a retreat with God, a moment in the wilderness, uh, like I said before, open to Him, just speaking into my heart, yep. however yep. He would want to during that time. Uh, there's only been one, re- mm. so I've I've gotten to do about five or six of these over the last seven or eight years, right. and. There's been one or two times where it's felt like he's spoken to directly to like whatever thing that I was carrying into yep. that time that inspired that time. But there's there's been many times where he's still shown up in like really cool ways. You've done some work anyway, yeah, on something and, else. Something totally yep. unrelated. But yeah. yeah, just the going into the wilderness for yeah. a few days is a discipline that uh is there's so much uh, opportunity there to yeah. just to hear God's voice and and to hear it in ways maybe that you haven't yeah. before. And I think smaller things. One Sabbath, mm-hmm. um, you know, the whole yeah. idea of, of of Sabbath and rest and and the concept of making sure that that's a programmed part of your life. Yep. That, that you're, you know, we're made to worship, not to work, right? Mm-hmm. Which is why 
that idea of taking time off to rest, to, you know, just listen to the voice of God, something that, you know, you don't even have to remove yourself from all the noise. Mm -hmm. Um, You can live in the midst of the noise, but you just kind of have to rest your mind for a while and and, allow that to happen. Um, But I think the spiritual disciplines of silence, solitude, right, Um, memorization, meditation, Mm -hmm. um, and then prayer and fasting. Yeah. And we mentioned that as well, that the, the idea of fasting when, when there's something that, you know, is really heavy on your heart, mm-hmm. um, for you to take the spiritual discipline of saying, hey, listen, I'm going to I'm gonna really try to focus my spiritual energies on this particular issue. Um, and the reminder of that is, is the physical concept of saying, I'm going to remove food, right, for, you know, a meal or a day or whatever it is for a mm-hmm. per, you know, particular period of time so that I can feast on the Word of God. You know what I mean? So you fast from the things of the world so you can feast on the spiritual yeah. aspect. And I think that's a great reminder to us, too, that you can do that to really kind of try to intensify um, listening, you know, like tuning your ears. It's not that the voice of God gets louder. It's just that you've tuned your ears to hear it a little bit better. Definitely. Yeah. I I, I think believe more and more every day that God is speaking quite clearly and yes. quite loudly. Yes, I agree. Uh, and <laughs> we just have kept turning the volume up on so many other things in life. Totally. That we, uh, whether intentionally or whether by the choice of other people, are drowning his voice out. Yeah. And uh, you know, so you, know, you mentioned two things. Oh, so go ahead. You mentioned Sabbath. Yep. So it reminded me of, so in my life rhythm, I have, I, I yeah, I honor the Sabbath. Uh, but uh, one, one thing specifically that I do on the Sabbath is uh, I look back back on my prayer journal oh, okay. from the week. Excellent. I have a time of, uh, it's, it's just part of that meeting with God that yeah, day on little reflection on Sunday to mm-hmm. like go back and, uh, like scriptures or prayers that I prayed. And, uh, it's another, another avenue of, uh, sometimes in the heat of a day, mm. it can, it can be hard to see how God answered a prayer. Right. Um, but it's another way of, of receiving God's voice or like, oh yeah, like I was praying that on Monday and like today's Sunday and like God showed up in a really cool way on Wednesday and I'd forgotten I even prayed that on Monday. Yep. Um, So that's a rhythm that I have as part of the Sabbath, a part of stepping away from work. And then uh, you mentioned the idea of fasting. Mm -hmm. So uh, fasting, if you go to, um, I think this is in the gospel according to Matthew, uh, when Jesus presents uh, like, here's how you pray. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so the assumption that's underlying that statement is that prayer is just part of, uh, life with God, yeah. part of the Christian life. Yeah. The next passage is, and here's how you fast. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's a, so in the same way that prayer is just what Christians do, yep. what people of God do, so is fasting. Yeah. And that was a new concept to me maybe 10 years ago. Uh, but fasting, li- like you were starting to, to get into, is yet another invitation, yet another opportunity of setting up a discipline in life to hear God's voice. And so there've been a few different times that I have entered into either a shorter term or a longer term fast. Mm -hmm. And a fast is a prayer of the body. It is a, uh, God, I want to position myself to to hear from you and receive from you. And so, uh, like you said, giving up food to feast on the word of God mm-hmm. um, is one way, you know, that maybe you could spend that time that you normally would be thinking about what you're going to eat and uh, and when you're going to eat it. Uh, you might find that you have that extra 30 minutes to, to open up God's word. Yeah, we spend a lot of time as human beings thinking about food, 
preparing to eat uh-huh. and eating. Yeah, it's part of, it's <laughs> it, important for, and, and for much is. of life. It is. In the same way that I can't just like, my, my current uh, callings in life and mm-hmm. responsibilities in life, I can't go do a silent retreat for a month right. and leave right. my wife and child at home. Right. Um, and in the same way, like eating is just, we need it as humans, exactly. but fasting is an invitation, an opportunity that I think is often missed mm. of if you just sense in your heart, like it might be time for a fast, yeah. uh, pay attention to that. And in the same way that I described with the silent retreat of going into the wilderness where God is like, he shows up, but he might show up in an area of your life that is not what you brought into the fast. Right. Might it's be not, an area of, of your life that he wants to deal with. Yeah, it's not. It's not the. Re, it's <laughs> not in your mind of why you wanted to fast. Totally. But man, like God, God shows up yeah. through through fasting. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's funny. I think fasting we think of as a um, as a hardship and a weakening, weakening and a suffering. I can't remember who I was just listening to, and it's the first time I've ever heard it. But they were talking about how you know Jesus fasted for forty days in the wilderness before he was tempted, and it was kind of the the idea that they were saying is you know I think maybe we look at that incorrectly that maybe the fasting was to get Jesus in the position where he was ready for the temptation yeah as opposed to right a weakening it was a dependence upon god yep. right where and i think we you know this this is something that you know we think about but i think suffering in scripture produces a perseverance mm-hmm. that if we allow it to say hey listen chaz dan you in and of yourself are not strong enough, mm-hmm. right? And fa- can I just say, fasting is a very difficult spiritual discipline to do. Yeah, it and, is. And, and I think it's that reminder of saying, yeah, it is. It is. Th- this is hard to do. And, and this is, you know, giving up something so that you can spend time with the Lord, right? But here's the thing. At the end of the day, in my weakness, he's made strong. Mm-hmm. And so if that's the reminder that you have, right, when you, when you fast, is that, okay, me fasting demonstrates my weakness, so I can trust in God's strength. Yep. That's a great, you know, takeaway from that. Yep. Right? Like, good. You need to be reminded of that because when you're not fasting, right, then you're feasting on yourself. Yep. And you're saying, hey, I'm strong enough to do this on my own. I've got this, right? Your your plan that you've laid out for the next 10 years for your, you know, mm-hmm. financial family and all the different things. And God's like, hey, Jazz, <laughs> do you trust that more than you trust me? Exactly. Right? And I think fasting is a reminder to us of saying, no, no, I, I trust you mm-hmm. more than I trust myself. Yep. So that's a that's a that's a good thought. And man, like God God shows up yeah. in these things. He shows up in daily time, even if it's just a day where he needs to uh cut off a couple of uh straggling branches from the tree of my life. Yep. And I don't even see what he's doing that day. because uh, I'm so focused on a different part of the tree. Or if it's a day where like I the story I shared at the beginning of a, mo- a little bit more dramatic or relatable uh communication that I'm able to then communicate to other people yeah. of what happened. Yeah. Uh, or if it's in being, being willing to like spend your vacation days and spend your money on spiritual investment rather than like a experience like that. Uh, there's, there's ways to make, make something like a wilderness thing yeah. happen. If it's, if it's you, something you, you want to do. You went there, didn't you? You just crossed the line and talked about vacation as opposed to, it's all about me. It's my getaway. It's my time to be served. Right. What if, what if we actually use those that week out of the year or two weeks out of the year to get closer to God mm-hmm. to serve others? And and if you if Crazy. you feel like you just you can't do it, then 
and you're like, I don't know, in my, in my season of life, then I wonder like if the kind of work that you're in, the Mm. kind of job that you're in just Mm. might not be possible, at least the current way that you're living into it to, uh, do something. If you're not, if it's not possible to do stuff like that, then yeah, yeah, it's something worth reflecting on and uh, talking about to God. I'm, I'm just telling you, I, I love, right. I, I know we started off with this. It's kind of like, you know, how do we listen to the voice of God? I think my takeaway from listening to you is, um, it's not just, are we listening to the voice of God, but are we asking questions that God can, that he really yeah, wants to answer for sure. You know what I mean, like, are we he's are, speaking? Are, yeah, he's, he's speaking. I, I think, you know, one for a lot of times, you know, we don't, we don't want to listen because I think he might be telling us something that we don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other part is like, I feel like we, we have our lives programmed in the way that we want them. Mm-hmm. And we, we want to go to God when we have a problem. But, but the concept is, is like, we're setting up our lives, um, to accomplish things that aren't really part of God's plan. Yeah. So what is he speaking into, right? What what is what what, what can, is there to say? Right, what is there to say? What what yeah. what do you need help in? But when we lay our life open to God and say, "Hey, listen, this this is yours, right? The days mm-hmm. are yours, the moments are yours, the time is yours. What do you want to do with my life?" Yep. Right? Then I think he'll show up. He'll show up yep. and say, "Hey, let's let's do something." And and I don't think, you know, we we have that idea of like, well, you know, okay, is, is he going to call me a missionary to some, you know, foreign country or whatever, you know, and I'm going to be living in squalor and what else? it's like, here's the deal. God's plan for you is is the best life yeah. for okay. you. I want to tell a story here. Yeah. Uh one of my favorite stories of Mother Teresa. Okay. So, uh Mother Teresa was being interviewed by a reporter mm-hmm. and the reporter asked, uh what what led you to the poor? Mm-hmm. Like, and she said, "I follow Jesus, and Jesus led me to the poor." Uh. But I follow Jesus, and that is the invitation yes. for all of us. Yeah. Uh, follow Jesus. Where am I going? Uh, follow Jesus. Yeah. Uh, what's he say? Follow Jesus. Yeah. And uh, whether it is in His glorious plan to the poor, like it was for Mother Teresa, or to <laughs> Uh, where, downtown Dallas, where right. I currently am. To not where, not that I'm wherever. saying that. Right. To not that I'm saying that I'm discerning God's voice perfectly, because mm-hmm. that's part of the journey. Is God's yep. big enough yep. to to lead us in the midst of our messy, you know, lack of surrender and yeah. surrender on some days and non-surrender on others. But uh, that that's the beautiful invitation of follow Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and showing up with that posture as much as I can. Man, Chaz. Good conversation, good word, good reminder. Um, the the you know for every guy out there, right? Uh, follow Jesus. Listen to the voice of the Lord. Put yourself in a position uh, humbly where you're ready to receive the word of God. Be obedient in the step that mm-hmm. He's given you. Right? Don't don't ask for the whole journey. Um, take one step at a time. And when you're obedient with step one, He'll give you step two. Yeah. <laughs> step two, He'll give you step three. Um, but yeah, sometimes uh, as you said, we we need to get away. Um, so that we can listen to the voice of God. And we need to put those rhythms in our life Mm -hmm. uh, that we're constantly um, listening to the voice of God um, Mm -hmm. on a daily basis, right? Yeah, it's often in those daily, I know we're trying to wrap up. It's often in those daily times when I sense that it might be time for a retreat Mm, or it might be time for a fast. Uh, And so, anyways. Good (laughs) reminders, man. I appreciate the time, Chaz. Thanks, Dan. Thank you for listening to Training for Manhood. If you found the conversation to be valuable, make sure to rate us where you listen to podcasts. Also, 
Check out additional content on our website, trainingformanhood.com. That's training, the number four, manhood.com. Until next time, in the words of King David, be strong and show yourself a man.